With us this morning is Admiral James DeVridis. He was the Supreme Allied Commander of uh, NATO, and uh, he is uh, with the Carlisle Group, and he's also with the Rockefeller Foundation, and uh, one smart guy. Uh, Admiral Stavridis, you've served our country uh, in many, many ways over the last uh, 40 years. Uh, we are in, uh, have you ever seen it in such disarray between Washington and the world? <clears throat> Certainly not in my lifetime, John. Uh, I feel as though we're uh, we're kind of disconnected here at home. We've got uh, extreme uh, parties on both sides uh, that don't want to cooperate, don't want to come to agreement. Um, this debacle in the House of Representatives throwing out a speaker for the first time in American history uh, is, is just a, a terrible thing to watch. And there's no way that we can uh, continue to lead the world if we can't organize ourselves here at home. So my ask to Americans is listen to the other side. If you spend a lot of time watching Fox News, spend some time listening to those on the left. And if you spend all your time on MSNBC, spend some time listening to those on the right. Um, we've got to find a way to compromise in Washington uh, or we are not going to be able to create the kind of global environment we need to have a positive, uh, a positive security situation. The two are interconnected. And yes, I am worried. I, I, I am worried, too, because uh, the, the week before I commended uh, uh, the speaker, Kevin M uh, McCarthy, and, and um, uh, I commended Hakeem Jeffries for working together to, uh, ex to, uh, to avoid the extreme left and avoid the extreme right. And they, they made a deal, uh, and uh, the budget uh, was, uh, was passed to, you know, for the next 45 days. Uh, and I was very, very disappointed that uh, it didn't happen in the same numbers uh, that uh, they, uh, uh, you know, applauded everybody and everybody applauded them uh, for the Speaker of the House. And I was further disappointed, and I called Nancy Jacobson from the, uh, uh, from the No Labels Institute that uh, some of the uh, Democrats that believe in, in the middle of uh, the road, uh, that they didn't, uh, uh, you know, support uh, Speaker McCarthy and, and avoid the extremism on both sides. Yeah, and, and let's think, uh, as you and I always talk about the world, how does this look? In Moscow, Beijing, and Tehran. Let's start with Moscow. This is a great day for Vladimir Putin when he watches the U.S. Congress rip itself apart, uh, find itself unable to uh, continue to have a speaker in place. First time we've been in that situation. And so uh, what does Putin decide to do? He will double down on trying to undermine U.S. elections. He will try and enhance these terrible divisions in our country. He'll unleash his social media attacks. He will use cyber to attack uh, every element of our uh, governance. And so much trouble ahead and great difficulty for Ukraine, which I think is a worthy cause and, and is being undermined by this. So 
great day over there in Moscow. How about in Beijing? We've got uh, President Xi coming to the United States in about three weeks, uh, maybe a month. He'll be in San Francisco for a big summit, and we're trying to organize a conversation between President Xi and uh, President Biden. And uh, that is um, undermined uh, because we end up in a situation where uh, the Chinese Communist Party looks at our divisions and feels as though um, we can't get organized, we can't put a government in place. Um, it enhances their narrative, their false narrative that democracy is fatally flawed. Um, and so uh, it's a great day in Beijing when they watch this. And then finally in Tehran, um, here you see this rotten theocracy that's been in place for decades, and they're encouraged. And, and here in particular, um, as we look at trying to bring the kingdom of Saudi Arabia together with um, our, our partners and ally and friend in Israel, it's just harder uh, because if you're the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, you look at Washington and you think, I, you know, can I really work with this kind of um, division? So it's a very bad day all the way around and uh, shame on the extremes in both parties. I, I agree 110 uh, percent. The other thing is uh, that I, well, there's an economic war going on worldwide. And it's being led by uh, fossil fuels, the oil industry. Uh, you know, uh, Russia and the OPEC nations want $100 oil because Russia needs the money to fund their yeah. wars and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, uh, and the United States refuses to uh, open up the spigots and, 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 and push more oil. And what happens is the price went in 60 days. It went up from... From seventy dollars to ninety-six dollars, and now all of a sudden, in when when the and the Fed was going to maybe relax because it looked like inflation was coming to a, a you know a standstill, but uh, maybe maybe uh, the worldwide powers don't want, and all of a sudden oil came down ten dollars a barrel in the last three four days. And it reflects the um, uncertainty that's out there as follows. Um, the the world oil prices are uh, tied to a couple of different things, but in particular the economy of China, which continues to struggle in the post-COVID era, suffering from the damages of, of continued COVID lockdowns for several years. Um, and so that's one factor pulling down. And the other is um, a sense that as the uh, as as inflation is uh, not under control, as you correctly put it, um, that interest rates are going to have to remain high, and that will have a dampening effect on the economies. I mean, we could walk through all of this point by point, but the real uh, concern that I have is if if we here in the United States can't. Uh, come together and create smart strategies. In the case of China, um, deciding how we want to approach them economically, militarily, in the tech world, in the microchip world, in our, uh, in our cultural interactions. We need a coherent strategy to do that. With Russia, I believe we need to continue to have the strongest possible 
uh, front against Vladimir Putin. And in the case of uh, Tehran, we need to bring Israel and Saudi Arabia together and work with, with those two nations. So if we can't get security organized um, by organizing ourselves here at home, watch for that kind of uh, fluctuation and spiking in the energy markets, as well as global food markets that are going to continue to be disrupted by what's happening in Ukraine. Um, a, a lot has to happen in Washington uh, for us to have a coherent global strategy, and we need that if we're going to have a strong economy. Uh, I agree 100 uh, percent, Admiral, and uh, the the Republican Party and the Democratic Party has to learn how to work together for the benefit of the United States of America, for benefit for all Americans, and and uh, they better learn some lessons real fast. And uh, Admiral, I want to thank you for your service to our country and and the world, actually, and uh, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Sounds great, John. Thank you so much. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.